Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Aesthetics of Leadership podcast. I am your host, Edwin Adams, the Leadership Alchemist, and I am humbled and honored to have one of my heroes in life here on the show with me tonight, Mr. Anthony LaJoy. Good to have you here, brother. Hey, awesome to be here, man. I'm excited. You make me feel like a superstar. It's amazing. Where's everybody else's welcome like that? I I do this when I walk into work every day. It's like, come on, give me some energy. I like this. (laughs) Yeah, just let me come to work with you, man. I, you will be a superstar hero, I promise. You can be like my little announcer, just walk in, please stand up and welcome. Anthony LaJoy! Awesome. <laughs> I'd be down for it. We can make that happen, dude. Man, thanks for your time tonight. I have um, wanted to have the most captivating interviewees on this show, and your name, of course, has to show up on that list. Anthony, we met, you know, we were arguing before the start of this show that it must have been two years ago, but it, it was just a little over a year ago that we met uh, at Funnel Hacking Live. And then yeah. you had me at hello. And I knew that you were going to be a brother from another mother for a little while. So, uh, man, thank you for the continued connection. Thank you for bringing joy into my world with your message. No problem, man. That's, that's why we do it. That's why we do what we do. But it's for the people that we impact. That's right, man. Well, well, that's yeah. what we're talking about tonight is impact. And for me, in creating the Aesthetics of Leadership webinar series was, was to tell stories of transformation because I think if I, if I look at any book on my bookshelf or, or think of any of my favorite movies, it was always that transformation story or that epiphany bridge that the main character walked over that moved them from point A to point B. So those are probably the most powerful influences, influencers in the world are transformation stories. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. You always, you always see that kind of that eureka moment, you know, like you're saying in movies and, you know, in that, in that, in that lead role and sometimes not even lead role, but that's um, got one of the things I love about TV shows actually that there's all these different characters having all these eureka moments, you know, and, and kind of reading into what their character experience in their life that made them make a certain decision and stuff. So it's kind of fun to have this conversation with people. Well, I, I, I think I ran a podcast show. What? I guess I'm getting older. It's hard for me to measure time now since I'm older than yeah, you're what, like 37, yeah, 38 now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just like a few that. years ago. And that gave me the content for, for my first book. And I, I just remember loving talking to over 300 people and seeing the patterns of, of growth and transformation within those stories. So I was yeah. really excited to start the show back up because there's nothing more captivating than hearing other people's stories. So that's where you come in, Anthony, because I only have one question to start the show, and that, that yeah. is related to transformations in your world. And I know you've been through a few. I've heard some of them. But I want yeah. to know what your greatest transformation story to date is and take us, take us back there, tell us the story and, and how it created or how it added value to who you are today. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm going to need to wet my whistle for this one here. I'm just going to pull out my, my, my LaCroix, LaCroix for LaJoy. <laughs> uh, I knew that had to come. Brilliant. I, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm gonna be a, a sponsored athlete with them, so. Let's just go ahead and tell them you are a sponsored athlete with LaCroix. Yeah, you know, people say, well, Anthony, are, what, what's your sport? Are you, like, I, I didn't know you were an athlete. I'm like, I'm, I'm an athlete of life. I go through life just winning life, you know? 
Athlete. So, hold on. Let me write that down. Athlete. Yeah. Of, okay. Brilliant. You may go ahead, sir. Now don't you go copywriting that. No, it is copyrighted now. It's on my paper. I, I, I'm just kidding. You can have it. You can have it. Um, yeah, cool. Sorry. So the uh, transformational stuff, man. Yeah, it's there's in your life, there's, there's, there's several different times in anybody's life, I think, that transformation happens. Sometimes it's not always good. Let's keep that in mind, too, you know. Uh, but we always like to focus on the ones that started bad and ended good. And that's the ones that I'm going to focus on today. I think, um, you know, I, the first one that really is kind of based on who I am is, is my faith, right? Like I, I was raised, uh, born and raised Catholic and, and that's a very important, important aspect to me. But when, when you're young, I think no matter how you're raised, you're just, you kind of go with the flow, right? I mean, you're a kid, you're three years old, you're five years old, eight years old. And as you grow, you start to learn more and more things. And uh, so for me, you know, when I moved to college, it was like that first time out of the house, right? That's, that's what we all do. We all go through it. And in that moment, um, I was kind of thinking like, hey, you know, what, this is such a big change for me. Like, who, who am I going to become, right? Now I'm on my own. I'm making all my own choices, all my own decisions. If I do something that, you know, that mom and dad don't like, they're not going to know about it, right? So it's like, but this is literally you, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable. And that was in that time that like you start meeting all these different people at college. And I started realizing the why behind what I believe and what my faith is. And that came from a mixture of, you know, me just asking myself the hard questions. Uh, me starting to say, hey, you need to take accountability in yourself and you know, start to read more, understand more things. And then also the third big one, which was you know, just outside third party people asking me, hey, uh, why do you think this? Why do you believe that? Like, well, that doesn't make sense. Give me proof, you know, and just having to think for myself and give and give answers to people. I couldn't hide behind, you know, my mommy's coattails anymore, so to speak, you know. Uh, so that was a big transformational time for me when I really became ingrained in, in my faith and uh, realized that it was the foundation of everything that I would become as a man. You know, I think if, we, if you don't have a good, fast, strong foundation, this is the, the, the basics of any of carpentry, of building, of anything, right? If you don't have a good, smooth, firm foundation and level, the building's gonna go up at an angle, it's gonna crack, it's gonna crumble. You know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa is an amazing example of that, right? It's now architecture. But it's leaning. Why? Because something changed in the in the the, the the earth sank. Maybe they didn't do a good enough job of of putting the footage in quite correctly. I don't know what was going through those guys' minds, right? But that's that's why something like that happens. So that was a time for me that I just realized faith is is where the rest of my life is going to come from. So Anthony, let me, let me stop you there. Usually, and I'm going to say usually, I'm going to probably miscategorize a lot of people. So I apologize right oh, now. Good. Usually college is not a time where people become more solidified in their faith. You're right. going to have to go back there with me and say, okay, you were out on your own knowing that your parents were not going to know what you were doing, yet you went deeper in faith. Take me there. Um, I had some really good role models uh, to start off with. You know, it, 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 here's, a, I guess, a semi-controversial person, but Tim Tebow, right? Uh, you either love him or you hate him. Uh, I happen to love my, I, I think he's, yeah, I think he's a great guy. Um, he does so much good for people. 
uh, you know, just an honest, hardworking guy. And so, you know, I, and people like him, not just him, even personal friends that, you know, that I looked up to that I was like, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to be a good guy. It's not cool to be a jerk. It's not cool to be someone who, you know, goes out and just gets hammered on the weekends and doesn't go to church. Like, I don't, I don't think that's cool. Like it, what's really cool is to be the clean cut, good guy, honest guy, God fearing guy that people call on when they need help. Like I, I always like that feeling. And, uh, I guess what went through my head to, to kind of explain that I had the role models, but um, also when I went, it was like this idea of, you know, in three years, four years time, you know, when you're out of college, you're going to look back on your college years and say like, what did I accomplish during that time? Like what it did, did I waste my time? Did I go to class and not listen? Uh, did I you know not study for classes because I wanted to be out partying and doing other stuff? Like, are you going to waste time, money, and energy, or are you going to go into this and get everything you can out of it? And so that idea for me was like, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can. Like that's, that's the essence of hard work. Right. And so I guess the, the reason that I chose to get more, you know, into my faith and it just into clean living period um, was more that I didn't want to have that conversation with myself after four years of like four years of what? you know, and just beat myself up for it. So I wanted to be able to look back and be proud of what I did, you know, and not have any regrets. And most, most new years, uh, when they come around, people always have different resolutions. Almost every single year, my resolution is the same. And that resolution is have no regrets this year. I think that is just like the essence of, of how we should live our life. You know, if you can look back and say, uh, in, in this past year, uh, to the best of my knowledge, um, I didn't wrong anybody. If I did, I made it up to them. Um, I, I didn't cheat anybody. If I did, it was unknowing. And I, I tried to fix it if I found out about it. You know, I didn't, you know, I treated everybody as if I, how I'd want to be treated. And I, I lived my life to, to the best that I know how, you know, and when we all make mistakes, everybody knows that, right? Like I, I it's, that, that's a fact of life, but the, the difference of, I think a good, a good person and a bad person is that when the good person messes up, they try to make it right. And the bad person messes up, they try to cover it up. So take that as you will. Um, but that's, that's kind of like my new year's resolution every time. And that, and that hasn't, that hasn't changed from, you know, when I was in college, like I was still wanted to be the, like the best guy I could be. Wow. So the, the, I hear some really good stuff there in having the for fourth forethought foresight, I guess I should say that in four years you wanted to be able to look back and be proud of that walk. So you, yeah. you said another buzzword that that I think is relevant because it typically comes up in conversation. I'm usually the one that brings it up around transformation. That there's one time of year that we feel compelled to transform, and that is yeah. New Year's resolution time. So the earth is changing nature is changing through four cycles but we're going to wait for one to do a yep. major overhaul and yep. rarely do i think we step forward in that transformational experience with the with the foresight to be able to look back after 12 weeks of transformation and be proud we just trudge try and trudge to our happy destiny and you know what by 30 days we've all Fallen off track, Anthony. Most of us normal humans. 
most yeah. normal humans might. Anthony LaJoy will not. So I guess it begs the question from, since you have a different perspective on going deep and, and being mindful enough to prepare for transformation like that, what are we missing? And I say we collectively because there's a great group of us who don't transform well. Uh, well, I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, I am not a very patient person. So when it comes to doing uh, to New Year's resolutions and that, um, I, I will give you this one phrase that my dad always said. Life's hard if you take it by the yard. Life's a cinch if you take it by the inch. And it's 100% true. So I always, you know, kind of recommend to people who are, who, you know, are saying like, oh, I always start. And then, you know, my, the, the most famous New Year's resolution, right? I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get the body of my dreams this year. Okay, let's just use that one. So people will say like, dude, how do you like work out weekend and work out and weekend and week out? And my answer is, I don't. Like I go through, I go through phases where I'm like, I just, mm, didn't have an interest or I was busy at work or whatever it was. But I mean, I try not to beat myself up for that, but that's my first answer is I, I don't always, you know, succeed at, at whatever my, my goal is. Right. Um, but the, the other is this, is that when you decide you're going to, you're going to go for a goal, you're going to go for a, a, a goal. <laughs> Let's just use that word. Uh, then the, the best way to do it is to take it in little increments. So to say, Hey, um, let's say it's New Year's, ding, ding, we bring it in. Uh, it's like, all right, this week, I am going to I don't know, make my bed every morning. Cool. At the end of that week, did you succeed? Yeah, I succeeded. Okay, great. Now let's say I'm going to do it two weeks this time. Let me see if I can make it two weeks in a row and then three weeks. And you keep working it up. And then first thing you know, you're like, wow, I've already gone a month and I made my bed every single day. That's, that's so awesome. So then you keep going and then it's like, I'm going to do it, you know, two months in a row. Honestly, I can't focus whole, a whole lot more than like a month out. I mean, I, I need, I need like daily, daily things. That's why I, I totally understand when, when uh, different, um, you know, organizations like, like AA, for example, right? If you're sober for 24 hours, they give you a coin. Why do they do that? To keep your attention because at heart, we're all children, man. Like we're all kids. Like we always want to have fun. We have a short attention span. But the difference is that when we're sitting in a meeting or a, you know, on a conference call or we're in a, in a car driving, you know, eight hours, we have the, the, the self-will and self-control to stay focused and do what we're doing. But at a heart, we all just want to just have fun and just follow our instincts. So you have to reward yourself really every day or every week or whatever that space looks like for you. But for me, it's literally like a, it's like a daily thing. So I try to make my goals something that I can work on every day. You know, treating people right, that's something you can work on every day because name one day that you don't see anybody. It's very few and far between. So that's a goal that you can work on every single day. And then maybe, you know, have, have a little you know, pack of beads or something in your pocket. It's like, you know, you talk to somebody and you're about to tell them off and you bite your tongue, put that bead into your right pocket, you know, from your left to your right. And just it's something that you always remind yourself to, to change. And one that some people do, they'll wear a rubber band around their, their wrist, you know, and they'll snap their wrist every, you know, when, when they're getting worked up about something. And that just reminds them like, nope, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. That's like their reminder. And that's fine. 
So it's however it is, but you need to you need to be able to do it in in short increments. Is is my suggestion. So, so you get through twelve a, months. Is that a foundational principle of joyful living? I, uh, I mean, I I wouldn't say it's a foundational. It's a tool. It must be a tool. It's, it's a tool. Use. It's a tool. Yeah, it's it's an angel tool. I think many people use it, but I so I wouldn't say it's my secret. But if people say, "How do you stick to your goals?" that that that's the tool I use. I I take I take life by the inch. Well, since I've met you, that has been the captivating spirit around you is how yeah. you address life. And I remember that day in the gym, uh, it was five in the morning and there you yeah. were, uh, Mr. Anthony LaJoy, uh, just smiling and glad to be alive. And I was trudging that day and there you are. And I remember taking that picture and that smile on your face and the t-shirt saying LaJoyful life. There, there, there was something there. So yeah. that has to be a transformational experience for you or else you came out of the womb with the t-shirt. You, you know, I'd have to check with my mom. I don't think I did. <laughs> I think I came out in the birthday suit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, actually, I know that for a fact because these shirts haven't been in, in existence that long. They've only been around a couple of years. <laughs> they were inspired at birth. Inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, like life is a beautiful thing. And every time, every day you wake up, I don't care if you have struggles or joys that day, you got to be grateful to be alive. And I don't know, I, I wake up with days that I just want to go back to bed, right? And I don't want to deal with people. And we, we all get, get drained. You know, we're like a car. We need to refuel. Uh, but you still got to be grateful, man, to be alive and, and just realize that there is somebody out there going through something worse than what you're dealing with, you know? And, that people will always say things like, Hey, you know, listen, you know, uh, there's always going to be somebody better looking, always somebody richer, faster, stronger, smarter, any of those things. There's always somebody much worse off than you. And I guess when I think about those people, <clears throat> not only does it make me grateful, but it makes me want to help anybody that I come in contact with and treat them with kindness and respect because you never know if maybe that's the person that was doing much worse than you that day and you did something for them to help them out. So it's got to be grateful, man. Got to be grateful every day. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's a, a, I mean, just the word la joyful life, the play on your name is not only catchy, but it's a compass point, a, a, a remembrance, oh, an opportunity. I see what you did there. Yeah, the did compass. you see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, I think we all need that, especially when we're lost in transformation or wanting transformation. The compass point is vague. This is a visual reminder um, of pointing and purpose. So when, mm. when, when was your awareness of your point and purpose? Or, or have you received that yet? You know, I, I, I received, I received that, that time in my life already came and went, but that's not to say that it's not going to come and go again. And I'm going to realize something different. Right. Um, I think if we, if we live life correctly, we're always going to be having a eureka moment. Oh, how was I wrong about so much for so long, you know? And it, that, I guess that specific moment for me came, you know, when I, I injured you know, my back, my lower L3 herniated disc and I, uh, like I was just 
little by little, my back started getting worse and worse and worse. And I kept working out and just trying to be, you know, tough and, uh, you know, just put it behind me, you know, and, and eventually it just, the pain got so bad. Like I, I could hardly walk, you know, I'm limping everywhere. I'm bent over like an old man. It just, it was, it was, it was tough. And usually like I, I'll kind of, you know, meet things more head on. And, you know, like you were saying, I'll like meet it with a smile and just say, you know, you know, very high energy and, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed uh but this time like for just for some reason it, it was a mix of you know a place where I was in my personal life and my professional life and just just everything just kind of I I just kind of threw up my hands and gave up um and so I just started getting this really depressed attitude toward life uh friends would come around you know and they'd say hey you know do you want to you know go play basketball with us and I'm like I can't remember my back hurts and they're like Okay, sorry. Do you want to go hang out with us? You kidding me? Just kills my back to drive in the car. Like, why would you even ask that? And it's like, you know, do you want do you want to go to the mall? No, I can hardly walk. Like, I just look for excuses to be nasty, like truly. And um, after about nine months of this, just you know, going to work and just just milking it for all it was worth at work, you know. And hey, look, I'm limping. I can hardly walk, but here I am at work. So I'm a hard worker, you know. Uh, it just, the true close friends, uh, and my mother always said, your, your true friends will tell you what, what you, what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right. My true close friends and even family members, um, either said something through words or through actions, uh, that like, you know, we're not buying it anymore. You're not trying to help yourself. And if you're not going to try to help yourself, I'm I'm not going to help you. And in that moment, I realized that I was pushing everybody away that I, that I cared about and who cared about me. And that probably mostly that I was just being a huge baby and that's not something I wanted to be. Uh, and again, the, you know, looking back, Hey, six months from now, what are you going to say about, about, about your, your travels here? You know, and I was going to look back and see myself laying on the couch after work, feeling sorry for myself, binge watching TV. Um, and that just, that there wasn't okay. So. I started looking into, you know, like physical therapy and uh, lots of natural healing. And, you know, I've, I've always found that interesting and I'll be darned, man. I mean, it just took a few visits and I learned the different stretches of for physical therapy in the back. And, you know, just, I realized just how improperly I'd been taking care of myself. And, uh, within, within a month I was walking pretty, pretty comfortably. I wasn't back to lifting and stuff. Uh, but within three months, my life was starting to come back. And about the time you met me at funnel hacking, you know, my, my back was feeling really good. I was lifting again. You know, I was, I, I felt like I was a shadow of what I was before, but it was still, I was just, that's when I realized just like how grateful I should have been my entire life for every, everything that I had. And I just kind of realized that I, I, I wasn't going to be ungrateful for, for things anymore. I wasn't going to take life for granted. Wasn't gonna, you know, sit back and say, "What if I had done this?" You know, I don't want to regret, you know, saying saying no to someone asking me to go do something that sounds like fun in the moment. Uh, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna live life in the moment. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna be productive, and I'm gonna be as as appreciative for my life and 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 the beauty around me and all the beautiful people around me as I can possibly be. And I just started living that way and realized that like, Hey, like more people need to hear about this. So I started with joyful life. 
And that's really just focused on spiritual, physical, emotional, and mental health. Those are four big core areas for me that I really try to focus on every day. Do I do them every single day? Not all the time. Sometimes we get, you know, get mixed up, but you know, you focus on those four aspects. You do try to do one thing in each of those categories and like it, it'll change your life for sure. No matter where you are, if, even if you're already happy, if you do these things, like you will, you will be better a month from now than you were in some aspect, you'll be smarter. You'll, you know, maybe feel healthier. You'll be, you know, more, more ingrained into, in, into your faith and, you know, you'll be able to have a better conversation with people because like your, your attitude will be better. Your mind will be in a better place. Everything will just be clear. It won't be foggy. And for me, that transformation was really, it was like, have you ever been in a cigar bar? Yeah. Like you walk in and it's, it's, it smells kind of good, honestly, but it's super cloudy. Right. And you walk outside and how cool and fresh does that air feel when you walk out? Like that's literally what it felt like for me as I started doing these, these things and focusing on my spiritual, physical, emotional, mental health every day. And it was like, I just walked outside I, onto the seashore, not just onto the street in the city, but walked outside on the seashore with like the wind just like blowing in, you know, and just like, oh my gosh, life is beautiful. And it's kind of been that way ever since. I refuse to let it be otherwise. That is a beautiful story, man. So, so at some point, I know music has been an important part of, I don't know which of those four do domains because it takes physical in order to sing like you do. Um, your, your voice is a gift, a spiritual gift. Emotionally, I know it influences me positively. Um, yeah. And then mentally, you gotta be mentally tough to do what you do, dude. So um, I love how those four components align with your giftedness and I don't, I'm going to miscategorize you not as a classically trained singer. What would you vocalist? What would you call you? Uh, well, I was actually, yeah, I was, I was actually a voice major in college and studied like opera and music theater. So it, it, I am a classically trained singer. Uh, but what I kind of gravitate to is more of like that easy listening jazz kind of style, like your Frank Sinatra, Michael Bublé, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, that is a transformational vibe that you offer people on Mondays, right? It's Music Mondays, yeah, music Mondays. Where, yep. where you get on social media and you belt out some amazing energy that, that I know I look, I look forward to. So I, I really awesome. respect what you've done with La Joyful Living. And I appreciate what you said about pain being temporary and gratefulness almost being forever. So you, yeah. you have a choice on whether you want to focus on something that's temporary and fleeting, or do you want to, do you want to stand on a foundation of gratefulness that can create something beautiful in this world? And I know your music comes from that foundation uh, on four pillars of awesomeness, man. And I just respect yeah. you for what you put in the world. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So um, if people want to follow you, Anthony, how do, how do they learn a little bit more about La Joyful Living? How do they listen to your music? How do they connect with you on a deeper level? Honestly, I'm most active on Instagram. Uh, I know people nowadays have TikToks and Twitters and Facebook and everything. I, I, I do Facebook and, and Instagram. There's kind of links. So I mean, just get right on there and follow La Joyful Life, L-A-J-O-Y-E. F-U-L-L-I-F-E. Um, and uh, it's, that's a great spot to find the music. Like you said, I do Music Monday uh, every Monday, most Mondays. 
and that's not just for me either. You know, it's like I, I'm trying to, you know, incorporate other people as well. So if, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I love to play the piano or sing or play guitar or whatever, send me a video. Like, I'm happy to share it. That's, it's like a community. You know, we can all kind of come together, support each other as well. So and just be grateful together, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's, that's, that's really what it's about. And, you know, tons of music up on there. Uh, you know, on Spotify, uh, I've got some music up. Um, the, the, the Christmas album from last year was the, was the most recent one. Got to come up with a new one. No, uh, no, no. It's great. Well, yeah, definitely create more music, but I still listen to your Christmas album. It's amazing. Hey, man, Christmas in July is a thing. <laughs> Christmas in May is, too. <laughs> uh, all right, baby. Uh, no, yes. You know, but I, I, I got to put some more music, you know, for, uh, for, for the seasons. And, uh, yeah, just, that's about it. Facebook and Instagram with Joyful Life. Well, you are a gifted artist, my friend. You are a transformational artist. You are a beautiful spirit in this world. And I am humbled that our, our paths crossed in Nashville, Tennessee, at a, at a meeting where we were both trying to transform uh, our, our business life through Funnel Hacking Live. I've we met, met transforming our pythons. Well, our, well your pythons, I was, I was just going to get <laughs> towel and some water. Really? Nice. <laughs> Killing it, man. Killing it. I uh, love it, man. Uh, Anthony, thanks so much for being on the show tonight. Uh, I'm humbled and privileged that you were here and that you said yes. So thank you, brother. I appreciate that more than you know. Absolutely. Thank you. Have an awesome day. Stay happy. Stay humble. God bless you. Enjoy that LaCroix. Oh, yeah. LaCroix for the joy. Pinky's up. <laughs> awesome. Peace out, brother. Yeah. Hello there, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of the Aesthetics of Leadership podcast. I do have a favor, though. On whatever podcast platform you are listening to this episode, would you consider writing us a five-star review? Uh, and the reason I'm asking is the more reviews that we get, the higher our rankings go and the more likely people are to see our podcast show show up in their search criteria. So I'd appreciate some, some positive reviews out there if, if you gained value from this episode. Also, if you wanted to see the video of this, this particular podcast episode, head over to the website, aestheticsofleadership.com. There you'll see all our episodes listed out in video format. And you can also see the transcription of those episodes as well. Every podcast episode is searchable by any keyword. So there on the website, you could search for any particular word that you remember from the episode and boom, you will have immediate access to that particular part of, of that episode and, and any other where that keyword shows up. So just a, an added opportunity for you to dig deep into this material and refer back to it as you need. I hope you come back again. I hope you spread these episodes and share them with others. I greatly appreciate your help as we walk together in growing a community of extraordinary people in a growth cycle of peak performance. So let's go. Let's appreciate these, these principles concerned with the nature and appreciation of transformations. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.